Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Good evening, good evening, and welcome to In the Barber Zone with your man Chavez moment right here on Barber Zone Radio. Y'all, thank you. Thank you for joining in. It's a Wednesday. We're back. We're back on the air. Thank y'all for joining in. Hey, feels good. We've been away for a long time, so we're back, y'all. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for joining the show. Thank you for all the support. I mean, everybody that's called and kept asking, when's the show coming back on? When's the show coming back on? Y'all been listening to y'all. But, you know, sometimes you, you know, sometimes you stop out and, and do things and try to get ahead of yourself, and then you have to just retract sometime and just fall back and reflect and, and, and reorganize and, and realize what you're made to do. What's your purpose? What do you do? You know, um, you know, I was doing the uh, Buckeye City Barber Conference. Y'all, that is no longer the conference has been canceled. Um, you know, sometimes you got to realize, uh, stay in your lane. I'm not a competition guy. I'm an organizer. I like to talk. I like to do things. I like to see uh, people do better. But my lane is right here in the Barber Zone. So, y'all, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining in the Barber Zone. Y'all. Hey, we're going to have a, a continuation of what we talked about last Wednesday. I know we came on at noontime, but we're back to our regular time here at 10 p.m. on Block Talk Radio. So you can reach us at blogtalkradio.com slash barberzoneradio, or you can simply go to barberzoneradio.com. Or another way, you can hit us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can go right now, right now, and go to facebook.com slash Barbazone Radio. That's the Facebook page. I'm about to click here in a minute, and I said I was going to start doing something that we never really got to do in the Barbazone because when we started, all this instant technology and all that wasn't FaceTime and all that wasn't really um, accessible to everybody. So what I said I'm going to do, I'm going to start trying to go Facebook Live on the um, while we're in the barber zone. So you get to see me while um, we're talking back and forth, and hopefully that'll enhance the conversation. Because, y'all, we're talking about something tonight that's very, very important, very relevant right now in our society, mental health, mental wellness. If anybody knows me, anybody that's followed me, anybody that's friends with me knows that this cause right here is, is, is near and dear to my heart. So, uh, you know, you see me and we be doing uh, the um, the barbershop talk where we were talking about mental wellness amongst African-American males. And, of course, the African-American male wellness initiative with the walk and the barbershop talk and the cooking for dads and all those great things that we're doing. So, you know, this is a continuation of everything that um, I'm meant to do. So we're talking about mental illness tonight, and I have the privilege of uh, having a guest tonight, uh, a young lady that I met through, actually through the African American Wellness Walk, Barbershop Talk, uh, a young lady from Cincinnati. Ironically, she's from the University of Cincinnati. Y'all know I'm a proud Bearcat dad. You know, my daughter graduated from uh, University of Cincinnati. So, but ironically, I met this young lady, and um, yeah, it's 
this young lady right here is incredible. So um, she actually joined on board, like, with both feet and both her hands and everything and joined in and did the barbershop talk in Cincinnati. We saw when I was down there in barbershop talk Cincinnati, that's who I was with. This young lady right here, Dr. Talisha Brooks, psychologist with the University of Cincinnati Student uh, Affairs. So what we're going to do is we're going to get this young lady on the line with us because one thing that we did with Barbershop Talk, what we did was we partnered with uh, healthcare uh, individuals, uh, healthcare resource agencies, to bring to the barbershop what we usually do. We usually talk about everything in the barbershop. But what we wanted to do with Barbershop Talk, we wanted to bring healthcare to the barbershop because we know as African-American males, we really do not go to the doctor. Come on, y'all. We already know. We're not going to the doctor. So what we did, we want to bring the doctors to the barbershop. So what we did with Barbershop Talk, we're bringing healthcare professionals to the barbershop so we can have healthy conversations about what's going on in our community and in our lives with African-American males. So there we have it. So, but right now, you're in the barber zone, and I'll get her here on the line in a minute. Uh, yeah, excuse me. I'm trying to get this Facebook live thing because I got people texting me and stuff and asking where the Facebook live is. So, um, Hold on one second. Excuse me, Dr. Brooks. I see you, lady. I see you. I'm actually on this Facebook page. I'm trying to get this camera to work. So give me one second, and let me see. Get back here. But what I'll do is I'll bring you on the line, and we can get started talking about what uh, mental wellness is. So everyone, if you'd like to join in this conversation, you can call 563-999-3404. That's 563-999-3404 to get in the barber zone with your man Shavir because we're talking about mental illness tonight. So, Dr. Brooks, I see you. I'm bringing on the line right now. Let's see. Dr. Brooks, welcome to In the Barber Zone. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I thank you for coming in the Barber Zone. Uh, This is actually the talk show that we talked about. And I told everybody I had, but I hadn't done it in a while. So um, I'm back on the air, and I'm taking your time out because I know uh, you got other things you could be doing. But I know uh, talking about health and wellness is near and dear to your heart. So I thank you for taking this uh-huh. hour out and being able to share it with the people. So thank you, thank Absolutely. you, thank you. Um, let me yeah. see. I'm trying to I'm trying to get this I'm trying to be, you know, technology savvy or whatever and get this uh <laughs> and get this little camera thing working on here. Let me see so we can do this Facebook it was blinking. Hold on. So we can do this. But uh before we get started, Doctor Brooks, tell everybody who you are, about your journey and um once you do so let everybody know who you are so they just like man he just got somebody on the line so let everybody know who you are just to start off okay 
definitely. Well, I am currently a psychologist at the University of Cincinnati, not originally from Cincinnati. So I don't know if you put that plug in, but I'm originally from Detroit, uh, moved to Nashville to attend school. I did um, my undergrad at Fisk University and did my grad work at Tennessee State University. And then I did my training. Yeah, HCU. And then I did my um, my training at the University of Notre Dame and Vanderbilt University. So that's the sum okay. of my education. Uh, but above and beyond that, you know, I'm from the inner city. I have a heart for the inner city, and that's one of the the things that really gave me my passion is growing up in those environments and seeing how people of color um, suffer without treatment. You know, so, you know, at the age of six, I was um, living with my grandmother who was a arrested foster mother and had kids who had dealt with sexual abuse, trauma, um, just so many issues. And I learned at that moment that this was the type of work that I wanted to do. I wanted to dive into their issues and just help them the process or just understand some of the things that was happening to them. And so I just really developed a passion at a very young age, and my heart has always been um, for our people and our communities and making sure that we do what we need to do um, to be those lights and, and, and the voices um, for those that don't have a voice or don't quite understand what's going on. So in sum, that's a little bit about who I am and what I do. Hey. <laughs> y'all, y'all see, she's, she's real. So um, I got the work. Okay, let me see. So we're about right. to do all this. I'm about Okay, I'm about to be Facebook live in, y'all. Hold on, and I'm about to be doing this show at the same time. So let's see. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Three, two, one on the Facebook live. I'm here. All right, y'all. If you're on the line, if you're not on the line, if you're on Facebook live, we're here. Go to Barber's On Radio on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. No, I'm actually on my own page. I'm sorry, Chavez Moment. Go to my Chavez Moment page and. I'm going live on the Facebook right now, Facebook Live. You see me, I'm in the man cave. You see them St. Louis Cardinals, the Vikings, Ohio State Buckeyes, all that in the back. Okay, but it's not about that. We're talking about health and wellness. But you can see me on Facebook Live right now. Um, Dr. Brooks, mm-hmm. mental wellness. Right now, going on in our society, we're seeing, um, we're seeing entertainers that, uh, a lot of us have looked up to um, fashion icons and, you know, we got foodies and individuals, uh, artists that have committed suicide. These mm-hmm. individuals that, you know, our kids are looking up to, a lot of us have grown up listening to their music. We've explored, you know, different foods and worn different clothes because of these individuals. But right. all of a sudden, we see these individuals are just gone. They've just committed suicide. And in our society, these individuals are living a life that many of us want to live or many of us imagine of living and traveling around the world and seeing different places and meeting different people and eating different foods. But at the end of the day, they don't realize when these people get off these cameras and off these stages and from behind these microphones, 
and looking at Mary with their self, they're unhappy or they're dealing with okay. situations from their childhood and don't know where to turn. Where, mm-hmm. where, where, like, like we've we've talked, and, and y'all, we've talked um, extensively in different conversations or whatever. So, excuse us, excuse me if I start talking like real familiar. I'm gonna keep it like <laughs> start to keep it real generic so you guys can hear her. Um, but what what do you contribute to a lot of these suicides and individuals' mental illness? And then a little bit later, I want to talk about what are the signs of mental illness. So what 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 do you think has contributed to, like, a lot of these prominent people just ending their lives and, like, like they're on top of the world, but then they just crash and burn? What's going on? Yeah, well, first, you know, just kind of defining what mental illness is. Mental illness is... um, a disease or a disorder that affects your mind, your emotions, and your behaviors. Um, a lot of times because the brain, the actual organ of the brain is invisible, um, not invisible, but, you know, like in our heads that we don't see it as an organ. We don't see it as like a kidney or a heart or a pancreas that can also, you know, that can become inflamed or diseased and it, the body doesn't function right. Right, if any of those organs are inflamed or diseased, and we fail to realize that the brain is also an organ, a, a muscle, that it can become inflamed, and it can, you know, different things can affect it or influence it, influence the brain where it doesn't function as it should. And as we know, the brain is pretty much like the database, like the motherboard mm-hmm. of just the person as whole. And so, um, when we talk about depression, when we talk about anxiety, when we talk about bipolar or schizophrenia, you know, these are all terms, or even ADHD, um, you know, borderline personality disorder. These are all terms that we use to, like, diagnose or define certain types of symptoms. You know, symptoms, when we talk about depression, the symptoms of depression is sadness, hopelessness, cheerfulness you know, not having energy or not sleeping or sleeping too much or losing your appetite or eating too much um, or, you know, having extreme highs and extreme lows, you know. And so people can be sad sometimes or just kind of have the blues for a moment. But when you struggle with depression, it feels like this consistent um, hole that you're in, and and no matter how hard you try, you just get deeper and deeper and deeper in it. You know, it almost feels like the um, sinking sand, you know, quicksand. So depression mentally and emotionally feels like quicksand. No matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you try to move, no matter how much you try to budge, you just keep sinking deeper and deeper. And a lot of times when people struggle with deep levels of depression, um, one of the symptoms also is suicide, suicidal thoughts. We call it suicidal ideation, meaning that you're having thoughts of not wanting to live, not wanting to be here. It would just be easier or you're just suffering from so much mental anguish that you no longer want to suffer. You just want peace. And so, um, unfortunately, you know, people in their search for peace are not wanting to suffer in their own lives. Um, But, again, when you are depressed, having suicidal thoughts is normal. 
you know, but when we don't seek treatment well, you said or when we normal. allow ourselves. Wait a minute. You said it's yeah, normal? it's normal. <laughs> it's normal. When you are depressed. Just like, okay, if you okay. break your arm, if you break your arm, okay. it's normal that you won't be able to use that arm. And it's in a cast. It's normal that your arm will hurt and ache. It's normal that as the joint yeah. is coming back together, you'll feel so, you know. So, again, we don't realize and understand that these things are normal. When you're, when you're depressed and you're feeling, you know, certain levels of sadness, again, these are toxins in your brain. It triggers that. We get concerned as therapists and as psychologists and mental health professionals if it goes past just me having thoughts. Now we get concerned and other people should be concerned when you actually start to think of ways to kill yourself or hurt yourself. And then you go a little step further, and not only are you thinking of ways of hurting yourself or killing yourself, but you're actually setting forth that plan. So people that have had actual suicide attempts, you see what I'm saying? Like that's when, you know, we get alarmed and we want to, you know, make sure we get the individuals the help that they need. And a lot of times people have, you know, early warning signs where they're crying out for help where they make comments like, it would just be better if I wasn't here or if I left or if I died, nobody would even care, nobody's here for me, you know, or they become very withdrawn and isolated or you see changes in their behavior where they was once, you know, very bubbly and happy and all of a sudden they don't want to talk to anybody or they're not interested in things that they used to have interest in. You know, these are all warning signs. Again, this doesn't mean that a person is going to kill themselves, but it means that we need to get early intervention. And an example that I always use, use is like the example of teeth. You know, so think about, you know, teeth and cavities. The reason why we brush our teeth every day or floss every day is to avoid cavities because every day we're eating food that can get trapped and have little crevices, you know, that sort of thing. But if you don't brush your teeth every day or floss every day, you can develop a cavity, right? And if you don't go to the dentist and deal with your cavity, that cavity can become even more infected and it can cause an abscess. And if you don't deal with an abscess, you know, which is where your root is infected, now you're, you're, now there's extreme pain and now this tooth has to be removed. Whereas if you dealt with it earlier on when you just did the preventative things with brushing and flossing, you could have saved that too. Or once you developed the cavity, you could have went to the dentist, got a feeling, and you could have saved the tooth. Even with that, you know, you got to get our root canal. But when we <clears throat> allow it to to, to go um, untreated, it, it, it takes on those forms, the same with cancers and other things. When we don't get early detection or we don't catch it early, it takes over. And then it, be, and then it gets to a place where it's untreatable. Okay, the same with depression, the same with anxiety, the same with different type of disorders. And so... When you talk, when you think of the people that have recently committed suicide, or even, you know, you think of the Kanye's of the world, you know, who we want to make fun of, or we're like, oh, he's just ranting and raving. I've been saying for years, Kanye is bipolar. <laughs> you know, like I, oh, I, yeah. I've been saying sure. for years, like he is bipolar, and now it's it's starting to come out. That he, I mean, he's always talked about, you know, I struggle with depression after my mom passed. But the thing about, you know, now we're getting into African-American communities, communities of color and how we deal with mental disease, mental disorders, having mental and emotional issues, 
we, you know, we first don't seek help. Two, it's stigmatized, meaning that we don't want to talk about it, we make fun of it, or we normalize coping mechanisms, drugs, alcohol, sex, shopping, um, having bad attitudes, going off on people, becoming aggressive, becoming violent. We find ways to normalize these levels of dysfunction until it gets to the place where what are we, you know, what we're seeing now. Um, and exactly. we call it the white people's issue. You know, stop acting like the white folks are going to therapy. We don't believe in therapy. We just say, yeah. what, pray about it. Uh-huh. But if you break the arm. You better not tell the black person to go to therapy. Uh-uh. Right. Going to, you know, you ain't crazy. Mama, I ain't going to therapy. You talk to your pastor. Uh-huh. Go to church. You know, those kind go of things. Somebody. I always say, okay. If a person breaks the leg, what do you what do you tell them to do? Go to the doctor. Go to the hospital. Doctor. If they break the arm, hey, go y'all. to the doctor. Go to the hospital. Dr. Brooks, hold on yeah. one second. Hold on, hold on, Dr. Brooks, one second. We got a lot of people on Facebook Live. I appreciate y'all. I see y'all. If y'all want to hear the show, because I see people saying you can't hear what we're talking about. The Facebook Live is just seeing me, but this show is it's like Tom Joyner. You know, I'm like Tom Joyner, the barber gang. I'm bringing it to you on an internet show. Uh, Barber's on Radio is an internet show. So go to barberzoneradio.com. Yeah, go to barberzoneradio.com, and you can click to hear the show, or you can uh, or you can call in five six three nine 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 three four zero four. That's five six three nine nine nine. Three four zero four, and you can hear the show. And if you want to comment on this topic of mental illness and what mental illness looks like, just simply press one. Now, let me know because I, I see your number when you call it up in the queue. I see we got some four zero fours and got a six one four on here. I see we got a few people on the line because I got a little studio thing over here. And, you know, I'm a little fancy, I can But uh, <laughs> I can see when you get online, and I'll bring you in in the conversation. So I just appreciate everybody that's on the Facebook Live. I appreciate you if you're going straight through Barber's Own Radio. If you've already called in and you're listening, I appreciate y'all. Because this right here, this right here is 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 real important. This is like very very important to um, help individuals who feel like they don't have a voice. Individuals who feel like it's too much, uh, they can't go on. And it is like that. So this is what we're talking about. We're talking about mental illness. I'm in the barber zone. The, the show is back. Hey, Tanya. Hey, Selena. What's up, Aunt Comer? Kelly, I see all y'all. I appreciate y'all. If y'all want to hear the show, call 563-999-3404. I see you, Thompson. Appreciate y'all joining in. Uh, go to Barberzone Radio, barberzoneradio.com. Or call in on your phone. I want y'all to tap into this show. This show is not for me. This show is for y'all. I'm trying to help bring individuals to y'all through my vehicle of in the barber zone, this talk show right here, to help some other other individuals. You know, y'all know I'm a barber. I talk to people all day, every day, and I get to hear people's stories. I get to hear people's situations, and a lot of times I don't have answers. You know, I can give you some positive words. I can pray for you. I can tell you to go where um, I may know. But, y'all, I'm doing this show right here. I'm doing this show for y'all. I'm doing this show for somebody out there who feels like giving up. Yo, 
don't give up. Talk about our pain. It's okay to talk about our disappointment. Y'all, right here, let's talk about it. You can call in 563-999-3404. And, y'all, if you ever, ever feel like you you, want to give up, you want to call, you need to talk to somebody, you know, I got the number. It's a suicide hotline, y'all. Look on Facebook, Instagram. It's all over the place. I don't want to see or hear none of my people, none of my people that have stepped to that point. So this number, 1-800-273-TALK, which is 1-800-273-8255. We talking about, man, (laughs) hey, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Selena, let's talk about it. Moana, I see y'all. Let's talk about it. 563-999-3404. You're in the man, in the barber zone with your man, Shagan. I got Dr. Kalisha Brooks from the University of Cincinnati on the line with us. And tonight we're talking about mental illness and what mental illness looks like. Um, I need to hear from y'all because Everybody has somebody in their life or they work with that you say, that person crazy. You know what? They may have a chemical imbalance going on. They may have some type of problem that they need to see somebody. So these days we can't just write off that, you know, that person crazy or that's just how they act. That's no, man. That stuff is not right. So people are leaving up out of here without God taking them out, and that's not right. God gave you a plan. God gave you a mission. He gave you a reason. Don't mess that up. But we got to talk about this thing, mental illness. And, um, you know, God put you in positions and places and this, that, and the other guy. I was able to meet Dr. Brooks through the whole barbershop mm-hmm. talk, and we talked about this, and she's passionate about it, and I love it. Uh, and, uh, another strong black woman. She's alumni of HBCU, you know, Central States in the building, y'all. You know, already know. I see I got my brothers on the line. My man, young A. Kill Frost, y'all. He's a young marauder coming up. I see you, young brother. Um, but, y'all, we're talking about mental illness and some symptoms and what it looks like. And um, Dr. Brooks, you talked about some some things that are categorized with mental illness as far as depression and anxiety and things about that. Could you go into some more of those that um, that sometimes we pass off as just being normal or we shrug off or that somebody's, that's just how somebody is? that we need to look at. I mean, we know somebody's depressed for so long, we'd be like, you need to go see somebody. You need to do something. But what are some more some more of those clinical words that we need to look at, schizophrenia and all that stuff? Please give us some of that because a lot of times we don't even know what we're looking at. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's anxiety. You know, and a lot of times when we talk about depression, people who are sad or overwhelmed, um, depression and anxiety can sometimes work together, you know. So a person can be sad 
and feel hopeless, and then they develop anxiety on top of that, meaning they are very um, overwhelmed, ready for them to make decisions. Um, They can even experience a lot of panic attacks. Usually when we experience anxiety, um, it's fear of the future, what might happen if I do this or what will happen if I do that, it's hard to sleep at night. Um, You might get sweaty palms, you know, that sort of thing, or rapid, you know, um, a rapid heart rate. So, you know, there's anxiety. Like I said, depression and anxiety can work together. And then there's some of those more severe uh, mental disorders, which I kind of talked about with the bipolar. The bipolar, borderline personality disorder, schizophrenia, um, those types of things. And when you experience mm-hmm. those types of things, um, again, it's more severe, and you you see people that experience hallucinations, delusions, um, where they start to hear things or see people that aren't there. Um, their thought patterns yeah. are very irrational. And unfortunately, you know, I don't know if people realize this, but um, a large percentage of people who experience homelessness have those higher-level mental disorders like schizophrenia or um, bipolar. And so, um, you know, so that's not just the – they're just homeless. They're just lazy. A lot of times they're experiencing something more severe that we are unaware of. And um, another thing that our community doesn't always embrace, um, our African-American community, our community culture, is medication you know, taking medication because, um, again. I ain't taking no pills. Like, you know what they say. If grandmama ain't giving it to me, yeah. I ain't taking no pills. Uh-uh. I ain't crazy. Of you ain't in I, I don't know what's in that. I don't know what's in that pill. I, I, I'm going to have me a drink and I'll be okay. You know, that's that's, that's yeah. what black people say. I'm going to have me a drink. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the bar, have me a drink, and I'll be okay. Right. Well, we self-medicate. This is why you see so many of us self-medicating. This is why, you know, drug abuse, unfortunately, is so rampant in our communities because we are finding ways to take those edges off. And that's all we're doing. We're self-medicating. Now, now I am a firm believer, like, for me, medication is the worst-case scenario. Not the worst case, but that's my last resort is going to medication. I love to try to figure out, okay, how can we do this naturally? I'm a fan of holistic and naturally healing, uh, but it takes a lot of work and a lot of discipline. And if we don't catch a lot of this stuff early, well, we can treat it naturally with, again, a good diet, exercise, meditation, uh, learning how to debreathe and how to detox our bodies from a lot of these toxins that we deal with with stress and anxiety. The thing that people don't realize is that when you suffer from depression, stress, anxiety, it releases toxins in your body. Mm-hmm. And this is what's affecting the brain the way it is. And so to counter that, you have the other chemicals and, you know, that that's the dopamine, the serotonin, and those are the pleasure chemicals and the things that help to heal the body. The cortisol is the stress hormone, and that, that can cause a lot of disease and inflammation in the body. And so, again, if these mm-hmm. things aren't treated earlier, it starts to metabolize into our bodies and it causes disease, you know. And so when depression or anxiety or some of these other mental illness disorders or these, you know, mental health disorders are not treated early, 
it takes on more of a chemical component, biological, physiological. Yes. So, again, if you get diabetes, you need insulin. You need yes. medication, right? If you struggle you with heart disease yeah. or hypertension, you know, so it's the same. This is how we, we treat it. But, again, there's so much stigma or just a lack of knowledge. And there is nothing wrong with being ignorant. I'm ignorant in so many ways. And I tell people ignorance is just a lack of knowledge. So my passion is to really go into our communities and educate. I love educating us on, you know, preventative things that we can do. And if we went past those preventative places, how to go seek help and go seek treatment. Because, unfortunately, like we're, we're seeing and we're hearing, when you wait, it becomes so inflamed or so infected that now you can't even think rationally, okay? And this is yeah. where people commit suicide because they're, you know, the mental anguish is so strong, and now they're, they're not able to think in a clear way. So they feel like death is the only option at this point, or I'm a burden to my family. I don't want to hurt anybody, you know. And the thing about mental health um, also, it's not just suicide. It's also homicide, okay. So people can get to the point where they're not only wanting to kill themselves or hurt themselves, but they're wanting to kill and hurt other people, you know. So yes. again, it's it's a serious topic, and it's nothing. It's not, you know something that should not be overlooked. And right now, I feel like it's buzzing because of all the stuff that yeah. we've been seeing and what um, the country is experiencing. People, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot we need to do. But yo, it's you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. But hey, I see the people on the Facebook Live. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Um, I know you can't hear me on the Facebook Live. That's why I need you to go to barberzoneradio.com or call the number 563-999-3404 because I got Dr. Brooks on the line, and we're talking about mental illness. Y'all, a lot of us suffer from it. Um, We've done a few things together. Uh, We did the barbershop talk, and um, a lot of y'all, we – um, we don't realize that mental illness comes in a lot of forms. And one form that we um, that we talk about, but we only relate to our soldiers, our veterans, the individuals who have mm-hmm. uh, gone overseas and served tours of duty and seen things that they never imagined that they were seen that, that they can't forget, and they call it PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do yeah. you all realize that PTSD, we suffer from that here in our daily life? Yeah. Losing a parent, losing a loved one, losing a sibling, losing a job, a very traumatic life-shifting situation or things that happen, you know, that causes a lot of stress with us. And that's a lot of stress mm-hmm. that we carry on with us many years. You know, when you lost that when you lost that first love, when you lost your wife, when you lost that career job, when you flunked out of school, when you disappointed your parents, you know, when things like that happen when you're a young person and you don't get to let it out, because you're a young black man, and they tell the young, uh, our young black man that it's not good to cry. 
it's not good to show your emotions so you build up with that mm-hmm. and you carry that all through your life. And it just sits and it rots and it rots. And like you said, like the tea kettle, I say the same thing. We're like tea kettles. It just builds up and builds up and builds up. And once it gets to that point when that whistle blows, it's over. It's too late. We're at a point where we're no longer in survival mode. We don't know how to survive anymore. We don't know how to cope anymore. So we do the best thing we know how to eliminate the situation. And especially if you're a military-trained individual and you're trained in combat, what do you do? You eliminate the situation. But that's not the answer, y'all. We don't want to go through that. We want to be able to tell brothers and sisters, it's okay to talk about this. It's okay to say you're hurting. It's okay to go to the doctor. It's okay to see a psychologist, not just your barber, not just your stylist. It's okay to go see healthcare individuals that can provide you some options on dealing with whatever you're dealing with in your head mentally. And like Dr. Brooks just said, the things that we're dealing with mentally can cause us to deal with that happens physically because a lot of ailments that we have are brought on because of our stress level. A lot of our overeating, a lot of our diabetes, a lot of that stuff is because we get depressed, we eat, we don't, we're not active anymore, we're not engaged anymore, so we start to withdraw ourselves and we sit at home and we eat and we don't exercise and we don't take care of ourselves, so now we're gaining weight, so now we got diabetes, and now, oh, my God, I got the sugar, as Grandmama used to say, I can't get rid of it. So now your organs start messing with it. Now you got the gout. Now your feet are swelling up. Oh, my God, I can't go out like this. So like you said, Dr. Brooks, everything starts to compound on yourself. So now you're overweight. So now you feel like I'm a burden to everybody else. Nobody cares. Nobody's called me. Nobody's visited me in months. They don't care if I'm out of here. Yeah, definitely. And I think you hit on something something really key that I did not bring up earlier, which actually is a part of my background in research. Um, I look at race-based stress and trauma and how forms of racism, discrimination, microaggressions causes PTSD-like symptoms in people of color and also just people of color growing up in areas or just the communities that may have high levels of crime or mass incarceration or violence, um, you know, just a number of things that causes trauma in people of color that we've normalized. You know, a lot of this we we just accepted Mm -hmm. as, as the norm and it's causing detrimental effects you know, for us mentally and emotionally, financially, socially, you know, in just so many ways. And so I think looking at um, trauma, being able to process trauma, being able to have spaces to kind of talk about it is key, but we don't even see it as forms of trauma, you know. Um, And so I think, you know, creating spaces, such as what you're doing, and I really applaud um, this initiative or this effort of, you know, provide an opportunity to talk about things like this and create space for people to come and be able to listen, um, ask questions, engage is so key and so vital, and we need more of these initiatives um, because this is what our community is lacking. We don't talk about it. We don't know what to do about it. 
or the way we, we talk don't about it is right. We we don't have the, the skills or the knowledge or just to really know what's going on. We talk about it in circles or we'll take the social media and make it worse. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, that's yeah. why I'm doing it. I, I so I I thank you so much because this is not about me. This is about you know helping other people. And y'all, I see y'all. Y'all got my little studio thing blowing up. I see I got some six one four, some three one seven, some six zero one, some six one. I see y'all. I'm feeling like looter right now. I got area codes, but I thank y'all for joining in the Barber Zone. And Dr. Brooks, I appreciate you taking your time. So if you don't mind, I'm going to get a couple of these individuals on the phone and, and, and sure. have them jump on the line. And they may have some questions. They may just want to get some off their chest. So, y'all, thank you. I so thank you for joining in the Barber Zone. Y'all, I'm back on the air. I hadn't been on the air for a long time. Hey, Mary Jenkins, I see you. Uh, Praise God for your dad. Um, Mary, call in, 563-999-3404. Call in in the Barbizone, Barbizone Radio. Um, but, y'all, I had been off the air for a while, and, you know, my dad had passed, and um, that's why I had to do this show because I was going through some things myself, not going out, not doing things, and I stopped doing the show. I was just going to the shop and getting back, so I'm back. I'm back, so I'm here to help some other people within the barber zone. You know, we talk about stuff that's going on in the shop, but we talk about what's going on in the community and what's helping people because that's what we do every day, at least what I try to do every day behind my chair is help somebody be better. And if I can use this show, use my voice, use this vehicle that God's given me, along with the individuals like Dr. Brooks who call in and, and, and give their time to help somebody be better, that's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about right there. So, Mary, 563-999-3404. I posted the number on the Facebook Live. Y'all call it in. But we're going to go to a couple people. We got some couple people on the line. So um, I know who this is. Coming to call it from the 317. Y'all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call you. Um, I'll call your first three numbers, and then you mean your area code and your first three numbers. I'm not going to get your whole number out and get you on the line here. So, Calling from Indy, you know, by the way of uh, Nebraska, by the way of uh, Central State, another uh, HBCU uh, from the 317, um, Ms. Selena Taylor, welcome to In the Barber Zone. How are you doing this evening? I am blessed, Mr. Uh, Chavez. I am so thankful that you're doing this because you have hit a hot button. Um, and I was listening <laughs> to you, you, Dr. Brooks. Yeah, seriously, because you and I, you know, we 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 know we go way back, and you know me personally, and you know my own personal yeah. uh, barriers. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, I've been, and as you know, I've been in social services over ten years, so I've dealt with this, the population, so to speak, of those who have dealt with different um, anxieties and. Uh, those stressors, because Dr. Brooks, you actually touched on just about everything that I deal with probably daily with some of my clients and um, oh, wow. individuals that I've come across, yeah, every day, um, mm-hmm. where I'm having to literally, the everything that you say as far as the anxiety, um, how that affects you physically. I, too, believe in the holistic approach. I don't believe in prescription medication. Um, no mm-hmm. offense to those in the medical field, but, you know, there are other alternatives in which 
you cleanse your body, you truly will see a difference. So um, yeah. with that being said, um, you know, I think, in, and at first event, you know, I thought it was more so primarily geared towards men because you're absolutely right. In our community, I believe that a lot of times um, it's, it's been shamed upon. And the, the yeah. sad part about it is, is that a lot of times I think not just men but our community um, feels like there's no one to talk to or nobody wants to listen. And as you know, I've always been that person where people come to me to be the person to talk mm-hmm. to. Um, so sometimes when you're the rock, who does the rock talk to? Who comes mm-hmm. the you know comforter? I mean? You heard me say that. Who, who comes with the comforter? So, exactly. Um, Exactly. And, you know, I've been doing that for 10 years yeah. in comforting, especially outside of my clients, yeah. but also with my friends. Um, but but nonetheless, yeah. you know, because it does it, it affects me personally as well, because I had a father that dealt with PTSD, okay, um, mm-hmm. in which I was there. I was a Vietnam veteran, you know, and, again, the same thing. And then, as you know, when you have, you know, children, sometimes the people don't realize the things that do stress them, um, the barriers that come with life, you know, financial, job, children, um, and not necessarily knowing how to or ashamed to talk to anyone about it, you know, and Mm -hmm. which unfortunately leads to other things, which leads sometimes to criminal behavior, sometimes substance abuse, um, sometimes physical abuse, you know, if there's um, a relationship or even if it's not a committed relationship as far as being spouses. Again, you know, to... I deal with it now on a level in which I'm other barriers in which sometimes people lose their custody of their children, um, which in itself is a whole nother area because of the fact that physically your child is here, but you lose custody of them. You know, but, um, and and I've dealt with individuals who consider suicide, like where I've gotten a phone call in the middle of the night saying, I think this is it, where I've had to get up. Go to that person's home, call nine one one to you yeah. know to gain entrance into oh. the home. So I get it, you know what I mean. I truly get it, and I think that's why I'm in this line of work, um, because I have a story, you know, I have the experience, and 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 I say to anyone who's listening in our community, don't ever feel like you know nobody cares. And, and at and the end of the day, I'll say to that's, those who that's the thing we have to get out in our community that so that people care about people. You know, when we were coming up, you know, everybody everybody knew where everybody's kids were and you know, that old thing about mm-hmm. it takes exactly. a village. It it, it exactly. takes a village to raise children. It takes a village to heal each other. Because when grandmama's healthy, grandmama passes down to mama and mama passes down to the kids and that is generational but when that gets broken, exactly. when that when that family unit got broken, and the dad got taken away from the house, and the mother and the kids got taken away, that deals with the psyche of the dad. That deals with the psyche of the mom and the psyche of the child, right there. So you have three individuals who right there are broken and now have to they have emotional challenges from that moment when they're separated. And we and, and all I agree process with Dr. Brooks. it differently. Exactly. But I also agree right. with Dr. Brooks where I don't believe that medication is the immediate remedy um, by far. No. Because a lot of times, so just want someone to talk to, 
you know, in a sense that, you know, if you haven't heard from that friend, call them because you really mm-hmm. just don't know if they are going through something. Because a lot of times, again, when there's a strong person, they may not make that phone call because they feel like I'm going mm-hmm. to handle it on my own. And sometimes it's too exactly. late. It's too late. You know, and yeah. I challenge everybody. I challenge everybody. I, I, I did this one, one, one day, y'all. I, I, I challenge everybody just to do this. Send a send send a group text. If you're male, send it to your boys. If you're a female, send it to your girls. We don't keep it specific because we need to we need iron to sharpen iron. We don't keep it gender specific. Just send it. Say, I love you. I was thinking about you, and you matter. Mm-hmm. Man, I and you know how boys. much of a difference that can make. I said make. that to my boys one day. Just one day, I was getting ready, and I just said, man, let me see. I love, bro, I love you, care about you. You matter to me, man. Have a good day. And you don't know how many I got back from them brothers talking about, man, you don't know how much I needed that today. Yeah. You don't know how I, yeah. how much I just needed somebody to say something encouraging to me today. Yo, exactly. Instead of saying, like, oh, what's wrong about with you? Each other. Yeah, we right. gotta start caring about each other from the beginning. So y'all, hold on, a, hold on a second, if you would, Dr. Brooks, Selena. I got some other individuals. Y'all, I'm loving it. Y'all blowing this line up. So I got callers right here that that are listening to the show, and they may want something to say. If you're watching, if you're listening, it's five six three nine 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 three four zero four. You're in the Barber Zone with your man right here on Blog Talk Radio. It's BarberZoneRadio.com. If you want to say something. Call that number and press one. So we got another call on the line. They they call them from the six one four. We're gonna bring y'all. If y'all from Columbus, I'm gonna do it like my old teacher, brother Kahari and Ahara. We going three deep. Y'all, we going three deep. This is uh six one four six two five calling from hey, calling from right here in Columbus, Ohio. Six two five. Who is just in the barbers on the team? This is Moana, Mr. Shabazz. How are you? This is who? Mawan. Hey, Mawan, what's going on? Hey, y'all. Uh, thank you, Mawan. Thank you, Mawan, for calling in. Y'all, this is this is Miss Mawan right here. We grew up together on the same street, and I got to first say thank you for your service. Y'all, she's a soldier, and you hear she's a lady, a little tiny, <laughs> little feisty lady. She's got over 20, I think 23, almost 25 years of service, y'all. So, Mawan, yeah. I want to thank you for calling in. So, um, y'all, last week uh, when I did the show at 12 noon, I did it at 12 noon just because I just wanted to get back on the air. And um, ironically, the way God thing worked things out, um, I went to the Funny Bone, saw her at the Funny Bone. I did the show. She jumped on the show. And she said, she says, I can't call into the show because it's about black males. And but I wanna talk about PTSD. So mm-hmm. Luan, here's the show. I thank you for calling in. I want you um we've got a clinical one from Doctor Brooks, I thank you. We've got Selena who works in social services talking about mental illness. But how uh if you would, I want you to give us uh, a twist on what is mental illness from a soldier, a veteran, an individual who's uh, served our country 
and the most awesome way. I want you to tell us how what mental illness looked like from that point, if you would. Well, sorry, Chavez. Also, I have a son that's a soldier. So, Mwan, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. No problem. This is what I do. I love taking care of my country. But, um, Chavez, I see it all the time. Like you said, I've been in the Army over 20 years, and I've been deployed quite a few times. And, you know, I've had soldiers that um, really uh, is heartbreaking, but I had a soldier that actually killed himself shot himself with his own weapon from PTSD. Um, he wouldn't talk to nobody about the issues he was going through in his life with his family. Um, I guess he had a mother that had passed away. Um, he wasn't um, communicating with his dad or any of his siblings, so he kept to himself. And, you know, us as NCOs, um, we tried to, uh, you know, uplift soldiers and, 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 you know, not really try to stay in their business, but we – we need to know what's going on in your life, you know, because we don't want something like that mm-hmm. to happen. And that soldier took his own life. So, you know, some of us, us NCOs, you know, we thought it was our fault. But when we talk to the um, psychologist or whatsoever, no, it's never not your fault because you tried everything you could, you know, to talk to the soldier and put the soldier in the right hands, you know, to get help or whatsoever. And when you're deployed, you know, at uh, when I first deployed the first time, um, we had our weapons, but we we had we had magazines with bullets in it, but we weren't allowed to use it. So now, you know, with mm-hmm. things have been going on and on and on, you know, we 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 was allowed to use them. But this soldier took his his life, you know, and it's like you know, um, soldiers think that we don't care and we do it. I'm I'm not going to talk on everybody because I don't, I'm, I'm, you know, that's, you know, how they live and how, I mean, how they choose. You can only talk about you, Molly. You can only talk about you. I'm going to talk about me. Me. I love taking care of soldiers. Um, they, they call me, they could come to me at any time because I want them to know that there is somebody out there that really cares. And I want them to know that there's always somebody that I can send you to that can help you out. And one of the ladies did say something about medicine. I don't think medicine is a cure for everything. Um, just mm-hmm. talking, just hearing the person, you don't even have to say anything, just listening, giving them, giving them your undivided attention um, is, is really, really important. Um, me, I have PTSD because a lot of deployments I've been on, I've been blown up, you know, not actually hit, but to, in my, the area yeah. I was in, you know, um, my stepdad, he, he's a Vietnam veteran. Um, he's seen people killed or whatsoever. And there's times when I come home, I just came home. I'm back in touch mm-hmm. now where I'm facing that, but I was home because I almost lost my mom. You know, that's a stressful yeah. thing. You know, um, yes, I was ma'am. stressed out. I mean, he's a Vietnam veteran, so he just had an aneurysm two years ago, and he has his things. You know, he he where he's talking to himself or, or, or whatever, and he he goes into that that like he back in Vietnam, and I have, you know I'm there to calm yes. him down, and he, he appreciates that. But a lot of both of these ladies hit a lot of stuff on the nail. You know what I'm saying? But dealing with soldiers, we do have a lot of soldiers that do that does have PTSD, and we do have people that can go to, um, include myself. I I have to sit and talk to somebody, even though I know I'm high ranking. But there's times that where I have to go and sit and talk to somebody. Hey, look, can you just talk to me for the day? I just need somebody to talk to me because I'm, I got a situation, and I just don't know how to handle it at this point. You know, but yeah. um. 
to show that your show, like I told you when I was home, for the two weeks I was home when my mom was in critical care unit, um, I, I appreciate what you're doing because it, it's a lot of voices that need to be heard and a lot of people that um, that needs to hear what these people have to say. And it might can help them out one day. And I appreciate you bringing me hey, on the I, show. I, I told you once I, when I was home, when I got back to Texas, I was going to listen to you. Yes, ma'am. But, um, yes, ma'am. And I thank you. I, I thank you. I thank you so much. And y'all, Mawan is one. Mawan was a little cute, one little feisty ones that we never, ever, ever you could see her going to the service. And she's been in the in in, in the army almost twenty five years. So thank you, thank you again. Hey, Shabazz, can service. I say something else about and, that? Yeah, go ahead. Um, and and to Mawan, and again, and, and and as you know, my my son, my, he's enlisted in the in the army as well. And um, yep. just from the time that he's been in there, and having been a military kid myself, and my father was a Vietnam veteran as well, um, and just more so listening to my son, and I've heard a lot of stories. And he actually his first assignment was in South Korea, and um, yep, unfortunately, um, his being there, I want to say probably a few months in. A young man actually hung himself, you know, and so yes, I actually mm-hmm. had told my son, like, you need to make sure you go and talk to someone because, as you know, sometimes those things become a trickle-down effect, especially when deployment begins. And I don't think a lot of people realize, yes. you know, the military, that world, it's a different world. Yes, you know? ma'am. And, and, and I get mm-hmm. it, you know, and I understand it. Um, but I think a lot of people don't realize what these soldiers, especially these young sh- soldiers, deal with, especially when they go overseas. And, you know, having in the, as Chavez, you know how close I am to my son, that it, it, it truly mm-hmm. hits home. And I've had to literally talk my son down. Yes, literally. ma'am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and, and, I, and, and that's what it is. That's the right, important part, y'all. We, we, we need to talk. And, and y'all, we're here in the Barber Zone with you, Master Viv. We The show is from 10 to 11, but we, Sorry, we, we we do a little <laughs> we do a little extra we we do a little we do a little overtime in here so you know we're gonna call it a little happy hour so um if you're calling in five six three nine 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 three four zero four if you call in in the next two minutes you can get into the studio uh, get on online if you want to say something you can say something if not after that individuals you can still listen to the show we still gonna talk. But I, I just want to let y'all know that I appreciate y'all taking this time to get in the barber zone with your man Chavez. Y'all just don't know how good this feels. And y'all will be here every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here in the barber zone on barberzoneradio.com. The Gibbs, I see you. Uh, we gonna get a word from another barber. But y'all, I just want to let y'all know I appreciate you. Um, we got it from the clinical side with Dr. Brooks. We got it from the social the social work side with Selena and from my girl Mawan. We got it from the military veteran side. So, but um, yeah, and y'all know from the barber side of course, right here in the barber zone with your man. Um, but we got another one of my my, my fellow brother barber brethren. I see we got some other individuals on the line holding on. I see y'all the six one four. I see y'all 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 got my studio blown up over here. Um, so I appreciate the love. And anybody that's listening, if you just listening through the website, if you listening through uh, blog talk, or if you just listening on your phone, I appreciate y'all. And y'all, please take the time to talk to somebody. 
Let them know it's okay. Check on your peoples. You know, you know what your what your peoples look like daily. You know what they look like when they happy. You know what they look like when they go mm-hmm. through. But y'all, I need exactly. y'all to start talking to your people because we don't need our people checking out here and not feeling like they're you know they they they're not um they're, they're not valued. So um, let's see, big gifts from the six hundred one. Five to seven, five, six. We got another barber in the building, y'all. We, we got to hear what this brother got to say. So, um, good brother, Gibbs. Welcome to the show. Welcome to In the Barber Zone, man. How you doing this evening? Oh, blessed. How about yourself? Oh man, I'm wonderful, man. Hey, I'm 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 here. I'm on the show. We out here, hopefully making a difference in somebody's life, man. So, hey, I'm wonderful, yes. good brother. I, I appreciate you taking yeah. the time uh, to stop through the show, man. Tap into this a little man, bit. What is mental illness, no, man? Talk about that, man. And man, mental 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 illness is real. All right, that's what it is. <laughs> that's mental illness is real, okay. man. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think mental illness, man, is really. Um, I, I mean, it, it is what it what it says it is, but it's illness with within the mentality. And I think, uh, and I, I want to salute you first for uh, for putting the show on about mental illness, man, because it's really uh, an issue that should be and needs to be addressed, right? Um, I mean, and, and especially within our community, um, especially within our community, man, we are, hey, stop, dude. I'm sorry, man. My dog keep on trying to play. And um, it, it really and needs to be addressed right in our, in our it needs to be addressed in our community surveys because we are really losing it, man. We're really losing it, and in part, in part that is some of a part of it is some of our fault, but a lot more of it is it goes back well over 400 years. Okay, we've went on to adopt a mentality that keeps us ill. Um, you know the, the mentality of poverty, uh, the mentality of lack. Uh, you know, just everything that we suffer with, uh, thinking that we can't be, thinking that we can't have, because we watched our parents grow up like this, you know. And so it, it, it continues to be a mental illness within our community that has to be corrected or we're in trouble. Yeah. Brother, and, right, uh, now, right now, we're, we're already in trouble because uh, let's, yeah. let's not talk about the suicide, but let's talk about all these other senseless acts that these young people are doing. They're walking around like right. zombies. They're doing right. things, ungodly things, and we're wondering, what is going on? Yeah. They're what dealing with a lot of emotional stuff, too, and these young brothers yeah. really don't feel like they can talk to anybody. Really, like right. when we were right. growing right. up, you know, we, we, had, we had the OGs in the neighborhood. They'd come out, and they'd play football with us or whatever, and they'd put you to the side. Like hey. now, there's that there's that big disconnect in our community right now, especially right. the African American community between our elders and our young young folks. That disconnect, right. we have to find a way to repair that because that, that that's a that's a big part of our mental issues right now. Young men don't know their worth. They don't know where they come right. from. They don't know where they're going and how to get there. Right. That's, that, that, well, that, Sebastian, that, that's, here, here, that's crazy. Here, and you know we hear it in the shop every day. Every day. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. How would you know a word that you've never been taught? You, you see what hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah. how, how do you know a word 
that you've never been taught? How do you know a worth that you've never been exposed to? You see, uh, when you grow up in poverty, all you know is poverty. When you grow up in lack, all you know is lack. And until somebody reach out and introduce our young men to a different lifestyle, it is it, going to remain. You know, uh, I think the big question is the big question is where where is that bridge? Where is that bridge between the young people and the older people? You see, um, and I and I tell people you all already time know, the barbershop, bro. You already know. We are that barber. We are, we are that bridge. It's the barbershop, and we need to we need right. to widen that bridge. We we we, we right. need more programs like like we need more programs like Barbershop Talk, which where, where we right. talk to African American males, uh, African American men and adults, but also we got cuts and conversations where we talk to our African American youth. We need more programs right. that 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 begin in the barbershop. Yeah. That reach out to our community, the ones that we serve, and with barbershop talk, and like here in Columbus, we got the African American Male Wellness Initiative, which is spreading around the country, and that's how I got connected with Dr. Brooks here. That's right. what we need to do, big kids. We gonna bring it. Yeah. We gonna bring it to your area. We gonna make this thing, uh, you know, national, where we bridge the barbershop um, and community organizations together. And Correct. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. We need to we Correct. need to bring these people to our barbershop so we can heal our men. Cause y'all, if, if right. we start by healing our men, the rest yeah, we won't last. When, 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 when our men get right, when 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 our, when, our, when the heads of our household get right, yeah, our that's women and our start. children follow. And also that, and implement that's something start. in the food system. Yeah, we, we, we again, have to implement those male programs in your school systems, and you'll touch them just the same. Yes. Exactly what yeah. you're doing. Oh, yeah. Hit the school system. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and I, uh, even, you know, Chavez, even in my uh, 24 Laws of Barbering, I made sure I put that, when I wrote that book, I made sure I put that in there so the barbers who, who, who read my book can understand that we are the pillars of our community. And 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 that's yeah. that's one of the that's one of the twenty four laws of barbering because I tell people all the time, if a person don't go see his mother this week, he's most likely going to see his barber. You know, I mean, yep. you know, if it's just like, hey, mom, I've been real busy this week, you know, but I, I promise I'm gonna get by. All right, but his barber is gonna see him. That's an opportunity for every yep. barber <laughs> in the world to reach out to somebody. Mm-hmm. And we have, and we, and we've got to do that. We've got to uh, take the opportunity to speak with these young black men and try to turn things around um, in our communities, man. Like you said, we we, we lost. Yeah, but uh, hey, hey, you know, and I know, I know people are online waiting, bro. Um, like I said, salute to you again for this whole mental illness thing. It needs to be addressed. We're in really, really, really big trouble. I think um, when a man can walk around with his pants below his his butt cheek. And it's okay. Something is terribly wrong. You know, I, I just I, something is terribly wrong. Yeah, I, when, when you when you know when you know your ass is out, and it's okay. Something is wrong. That's it. That's it. You, that, that's just the bottom line, bro. Oh man, we laughing at this. We laugh at this, but this is this is real. It's serious, real. Y'all. Hey, it's real. But y'all, you it's know real. what? We about about to wrap this show up here, y'all. I really, yeah. really thank y'all and appreciate y'all because 
Um, each no one of y'all's different viewpoint on looking at mental illness is going to help somebody somewhere. So um, if you're listening to this show, you can go back to barbersonradio.com and please share it on your social media, or you can go to the uh, in the, the Barbersone page on Facebook and please share this. Please start. Let's have a more conversation about what's mm-hmm. going on and with right. each other. Please. Right. And Dr. Brooks, um, would you please give us a good critical word? Because that's what we, we're trying to get our people to connect more with our healthcare professionals and not be afraid mm-hmm. to go to the doctor. So give us a good word before we get ready to get out of here, if you would, Dr. Brooks, please. I sure will at 11 o'clock, right? <laughs> Get my bang. Yes, hey. yes. Um, hey, I thank you. Hey, I, I, I so appreciate you. Oh, no, this has been awesome. I, I appreciate this platform to be able to speak on these things. But I do believe that um, as a community, we need to know, like, you know, we've had these tag words that it's okay not to be okay, that we need to dispel all these myths and stigmas of we got to be strong black people, we got to be strong black men, we got to be strong black women, because as we see, um, we're slowly deteriorating and knowing that we don't have to be each other's therapists and psychologists. We can be human beings, we can be friends, but knowing that there are people out there that can actually help us to deal with our issues, I think it's so important. And being um, support for one another. I think it's time out for the pettiness or the, you know, just the stuff that, that divides us because we never know, like you said, Chavez, of how we need a good word or how we need a shoulder or how we need to just know that people are here to support us. So I think that is very important, um, especially in the social media age, that we learn that connection is key, engagement is key. Reach out, call somebody, don't just text them, but get a voice on the other end. You know, let people know that they are important and that they're not by themselves and that there is help and support out there. So, yeah, thank you. Um, oh, man, I, I I so thank you. And as a Bearcat dad, right on, girl, right on. <laughs> um, y'all, uh, y'all know I'm silly, but if anybody knows me, y'all know I care. That's the whole reason I do this right here. So I thank everybody, y'all just, I can't say it. I can't say it enough. Thank you for caring. Thank you for taking time out to 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 reach out and get in the barber zone with me to try to make a difference in somebody else's life. I thank y'all because without y'all, I would be, just be here talking to this screen. But y'all are the ones that make the difference in, 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 in everybody's life. Well, together, we make a difference because we need our barbers. We need our healthcare professionals. We need our social workers. We need our, 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 our soldiers and our veterans. We need our teachers. We need, we need our family unit, y'all. We need that back. The only way we get that back is if we fight that back. We fight for it because they're not going to give it back mm-hmm. to us. So, mm-hmm. y'all, I thank you. I thank you for getting in the Barber Zone. And, y'all, um, next week we're going to talk more about mental illness. 
and we're going to talk about this for two or three weeks or so because what I want to get to is we want to start with what is mental illness, but I want to get to is what is mental wellness. I want to, I want to know what mental wellness looks like. Let's talk about what mental illness looks like, but let's get to talking about the steps to get to what mental wellness looks like. Because if we never talk about what mental wellness looks like, we'll never be able to get there. If we keep talking about the illness, the illness, and what's wrong with us, and why we're not doing this, and why we're not doing that, but we don't talk about this is what it looks like. Having a clear head, being able to conversate with people, having a smile, having a pleasant demeanor, being able to talk with your kids and your loved ones and being able to deal with those day-to-day lives and stress and be able to deal with it in a healthy way. That's what we need to be able to get to is how do we get to that point? Exactly. From illness to wellness. Yep. That's where that's where we want to be. So, y'all, I thank you. Share this with somebody. You've been in the in the barber zone with your man Chavez, and you know, as y'all as my tagline say, come get your hair right. We're not only in the barber shop, but come get your hair right mentally. So, I thank y'all, and until next week, God bless y'all. Thank you. We out of here. Come get your hair right. Peace.